Welcome to View from the Grandstand. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Justin Pora. My guest today, Colin Langan, New York Interconnect National Account Executive, NYI. We're going to be talking a little bit of National Hockey League, but first, before we get into anything, let me welcome in our guest today, Colin Langan. Colin, thanks for joining me, man. Justin, thanks for having me on. I'm uh, excited to uh, be on here talking some sports, hockey, advertising. Yes, and uh, before the call, got the good word. You're a Yankees fan. Always <laughs> good to hear and, you know, drown our sorrows out a little bit before yeah. this. I'm sure we'll talk about them a little bit throughout the podcast, but uh, always worth addressing a yes. fellow pinstripe fan. But let's talk some NHL. So a lot of news coming down recently that we'll get into in a little bit. But in terms of this year's season, we got the playoffs coming up. Stanley Cup playoffs, I think – Around the sports world, it is widely regarded as the hardest professional championship to win. It is something that, you know, hockey players take a lot of pride in. It's probably the coolest trophy in all of sports where you get your actual name engraved on the cup. Always a big time. But when you go back to last year, 2020, obviously there was the cancellation when we got around this same point last year. Then there was the break. Then we went to the bubble system for the Stanley Cup playoffs. It definitely wasn't the same. So after the hiatus we had last year, now that we're, you know, knock on wood, going into a cleaner playoffs in a uh, little bit, how excited are hockey fans really for this moment? Well, I agree with you. I think it is the hardest because I feel like it's the only sport where being up three games and nothing's nothing, means nothing. You know, whether the home team's up, the away team's up, you know, we've seen, I remember in 2012, the Devils were a six seed. They hosted the Stanley Cup. So it's definitely the hardest to uh, maintain, but I agree. It was definitely unique last year. And from a TV perspective, we saw a lot of demand. And I think it was, a mi- especially for the Islanders. And I think it was a mixture of, like you said, people just waited, you know, just craved something that would be live, something that wasn't, you know, reruns or old highlights or news, just something that was fresh and unscripted as hockey is. And also the fact that Islanders have been, you know, 27 years since they got to an Eastern Conference Finals. So I think the excitement is, again, going to be through the roof. And the most important thing is, you know, within our area is we have with the three teams that hockey is – you know, it's the fourth, if you, you know, rank the big four, I guess it's the fourth as far as popularity goes, but the fan base, I think, is as fanatic as any of them. And so you have viewership of people who are Islander fans, but then you're also going to have Ranger and Devil fans who just hate the Islanders, want to see them lose, and will watch that. So we're excited on our end because we want to keep that momentum going that we saw last year. And I think it's going to be good. It's going to be a good tournament. Yeah, living on Long Island, it's fun whenever the Islanders do well. And I think that, you know, to your point, while someone like me is more of a casual hockey fan, definitely just a huge sports fan in general, I think of it in terms of American sports on that fourth pedestal. But the people that are passionate about hockey, they are so on top of everything. And when their teams are good, even when the Rangers are good, just being in New York, the city's buzzing. And that's always something that, you love and hockey is an exciting sport, probably one of the best ones to go see live. So all best live, I think by far it the best one live. Yes, thousand percent. And and that I don't think is gonna change us even, you know, you know, new uh stadium coming in for the Islanders too, which is gonna be super exciting. So to my understanding, 
ESPN, one of the many cable networks of New York interconnects has a deal in place with the NHL commissioner. Gary Bettman has called groundbreaking, bringing all the playoff games to cable TV. You know, again, with the NHL compared to basketball and baseball, it's not necessarily as accessible to watch on TV as these other sports. So what could you tell us about where fans could watch live games and kind of the enormity, if you could, of, of this deal? So, yeah, this is amazing for the NHL and for ESPN because ESPN is supposed to be the, you know, that's the, the mecca of sports, everything sports. And it's tough because they were missing, as we said before, one of the big four. You're missing 25% of the major sports in America. And it, it affected the NHL, too. You know, they would, you know, they have Barry Melrose come out, you know, once a week and they do a 10-minute segment. But it wasn't really the same feel. You're going to be able to have, you're going to have playoff games on ESPN. You're going to have regular season games on ESPN. ESPN Plus, you're going to be able to have streaming games. ABC is going to get Stanley Cups out of it. So it's going to be huge for exposure. And like someone like me, my age, you hear that ESPN on NHL theme, you know exactly what it is. It's like, oh, that's ESPN on NHL. And so it's important to have that back because ESPN now acquiring, you know, it's been a year or two, I think, since UFC came over on ESPN plus. So now you're really seeing like they have, cause you couldn't say it before this, that they had every sport covered. Now they're going to have every sport covered. And for a fan, you can, you're going to be able to see it all over now. And that's, that's what's really important for, you know, the viewership is the accessibility of it. Like you said, you know, sometimes the games just aren't on and it's not as a, a big a thing as the other sports, but now with this deal, with them being able to, you know, be on all these different platforms and all these different big time games the people who, in years past would not have seen them are going to see it now. It's going to make a big difference. So you kind of mentioned the two sides of the coin. It's great for ESPN because if they're the worldwide leader in sports, they need to have, you know, hockey be a big part of that brand. You mentioned how it's great for the fans. They're going to be able to watch these games more accessibly than they ever would have before this. So there's kind of a third fly on the wall that kind of works into this and that's advertising. So how is this an opportunity for brands to kind of get in on the action now that ESPN is getting another major sport, especially come playoff time, it's busiest time of the year. No, it's, it's great because I think you'll see an excitement level rate. Like I said, people who've never seen it before are going to see it, which is going to raise views, which is going to raise advertising. So it's going to kind of play, you know, hand in hand with one another. And it's really, like I said, the main like just of it is just, us being able to have it on like we only have you know yes we have rangers we can sell you have devils islanders but the national thing is kind of stuck to just uh not national but the us selling this region stuck to nbc sport now when you open up the espn that's a much bigger audience it's much bigger viewing so it's it's great for the advertisers for eyeballs because you're going to get a lot more eyeballs on that than you would you know a wednesday a wednesday night on espn is going to get more than a wednesday night on nbc sports and it's just going to it's really going to benefit everybody involved, I think. Colin Langan, National Account Executive from New York Interconnect, NYI. So we talked a little bit about this deal with ESPN. Let's get a little more locally centered now because there's a couple of guys from the tri-state area. It's always a big deal when the teams do well. And if you look at what's going on now, the Islanders are almost a shoe-in for the playoffs. Yeah. And the Rangers and Devils, not so much. They're competitive, at least they're younger teams, but, you know, probably not going to get there, at least not this year. What does it mean for the entire New York sports market when 
you have at least one successful team and a couple teams that have the potential, the only professional sport with three teams in the market, if assuming you don't count Buffalo for football. Yeah. Uh, so what does it mean for the New York market when these teams are doing well? You know, it's, it means so much because it's funny. When I was growing up, you know, you think of late 90s, early 2000s, every year there was, whether of all the sports, somebody was in it till the end, whether it was Yankees, Giants, everybody was, there was something going on. And we've really kind of been in, a, in like a dry period since that last Giants Super Bowl. You know, you had that Mets one in 15, you had the Rangers in 14, but we've had no championships. But this is such a crazed city, like, for instance, look at the Knicks now. The Knicks have been, I'm a Knicks fan also, have been, it's been tough these last, you know, 20 years, honestly. You have a team in New York, when people see it, like, you know, the, the energy just changes and it brings out so much. And I feel like the Knicks is the one team, not to, you know, get all hockey, but the Knicks are the one team in the city where, like, the whole, like you said, with the Rangers, too, it just, it changes the whole mood of everything, the whole vibe of just the city. So, it would be great if these teams could start to continually make the playoffs, whether it be hockey or, or baseball or something, because it definitely makes a difference. The buzz is different. The everything changes. And I know it's, you know, people say, oh, it's a New York bias, but when New York teams are in it, it is, it just feels like, like when the Knicks are good, it's different. When the Yankees are good, it's just, it's different. And so it's, it's important. And, you know, it's a lot like, I mean, look at Boston, Boston was nothing in the nineties as far as, winning anything and now they have like 15 you know titles last you know 20 years so I think it you know it goes up and down but hopefully now we start to see um you know teams in the city continually go deep into the playoffs because it, it would be great for everything yeah I know you live in the area and I can only speak to the same ideal because I've lived in the same place my entire life but when you have LeBron James who obviously has never played New York tweeting today that basketball is just better when the Knicks win. You have to assume that that's yeah. the ideas behind it. And, and, you know, it's not even that they're out of this world. Great. I mean, they had their longest winning streak in seven years. It's 10 in a row right now. And they're a fourth seed in the Eastern conference, but it's exciting. It has a buzz. Yeah. And you can tell when the Knicks are doing good, especially in New York city, even the entire Island, you know, me and my friends talk sports all the time. Even if there's not a Knicks fan in the place, you just know the Knicks are going to come up because they're, yeah. they generate that much buzz. Yeah. And this is a city also, I, I know, I feel like, you know, with like Tom Brady and they've like diluted, like, oh, you got to win four, five, six. You win one championship for any teams, you are set forever. You are a hero for forever. You walk in that beat, no matter how it ends, you know, it might end roughly, you know, the guys retire, get traded. When they come back in that stadium for a ceremony, it's the hero's welcome. Every time. And, you know, to kind of bring that in the football, we see the same thing. Eli Manning would never get a sniff of the Hall of Fame, but he won two Super Bowls. And everyone, every Giants fan, you know, from my time, I'm 22 years old. That's our guy. Only guy we can really look to. He is the man. And, you know, as we're talking about all these other sports with this conversation, starting with hockey, you know, we got into the New York sports. We got into the Knicks, who are really good. The Nets are probably going to win the NBA championship yeah. if it all goes correctly. And then we have the Mets 
finally got a new owner. They're spending some big money. We mentioned that the Yankees kind of stink right now, but they're still in the news and they got people, you know, tuning in, going to the games. We got a very big draft coming up next week in the NFL where the Jets pick second, the Giants pick 11th. So there's a lot going on with New York sports. And when the market is buzzing, when you have competitive teams in two sports, and then you got, you know, the beginning of baseball season, which I actually believe that outside of the Knicks doing good, New York is a baseball town. I think people just care so much about the Mets and the Yankees. And then we have two teams that are pretty bad in football, but have an opportunity to get better next week. So with all this going on in the New York market, what does that mean for sports fans and advertisers just because this is the biggest advertising city in the world? I think it's been very unique for fans and for advertising because, you know, with everything that happened with the reshuffling of the pandemic, I forget what week it was, but this past year in September was the first time ever you had every sport on one of the NFL Sundays playing the same day. So you have now more volume going on at once than ever. And it's, it's tough to navigate sometimes from an advertising perspective because there's only so many local channels, right? When Yankees and Nets are on at the same time, only one of them can be on, you know, Knicks and Rangers. So it's, it's tough in a sense of scheduling and finding, you know, spots for everyone, but it's great in a sense that there's so much going on and there's so much hype. And the more, you know, buyers and clients see like, oh, you know, sports is, is popping. Look at this going on. They want to get involved. And that just drives everything. And it just kind of keeps it all, you know, synergized. But uh, it's certainly, you know, we've never had anything like this before where there's just so much going on at once. And like you said, you're going to have the draft. You're going to have on the same night. You're going to have the draft you're going to have NBA, you're going to have NHL, you have baseball, you have so many things going on. So uh, it's just important to kind of, you know, get it all plotted out and then you can get the pieces in. Yeah. It's busy time and it's good. You know, at least like sometimes busy time can be tough when work is slow and these teams aren't so good, but when there is competition and there are storylines ahead of it, we're not making up storylines this time. We actually have storylines that we're following, which is always super exciting. All right. So when you think of, and just really quick, when you think of, think of a calendar year, year ago, we had nothing on now and now it's everything. So it's, it may, it's, it's, it's crazy. Mm, yeah, just looking to 2020, we didn't have a tournament for college basketball. We finally got to have that. The draft, What Roger Goodell was hosting the draft from his basement. Uh, we had basketball and hockey got cut short. Baseball didn't start on time. And, and look where we are now. You know, it, it might not be perfect, but it's a huge step up from where we are oh, yeah. 365 days ago. It wasn't perfect, but every sport crowned a champion. You know, so everything minus the March Madness, because that got hit at a horrible time. But everybody else, you got a champion out of, which is awesome. Absolutely. Colin Langan, national account executive from NYI. Something that NYI has brought to the table in Audience One platform, some called TV Plus. It's a new offering. So I just want to get a little background as to what this is and what it would provide to an audience yeah so i'm glad you asked so it's the first and only of its kind in new york and new york being the number one market it's really something we take uh pride in and it's something that can really help anybody with a media strategy there's you know so many the the benefits of it it's data infused targeting and we have a we have over 100 networks and six million set-top box households that we're able to go in and through data 
infused, you know, create reports and get your ad to the correct eyeballs and get, you know, and you get, you know, people get a great ROI on it because you're seeing the effects of, okay, you know, this is my demo. This is where I'm trying to, you know, reach out, you know, where there's extra spots and you see the delivery that comes on the back end of it. Um, so it is something that's a little newer, but um, the set top box data that we're able to provide, I think is the, the biggest difference because that's just not, you know, it's not a Nielsen box. It's not, you know, a survey. It's from the set top box of the household straight from there, what people are watching and shoots back out. So it's definitely something very exciting. And um, anytime you can combine targeting and reporting data together, it's, I, I think it's a win-win for everybody because you really see, you know, the end result of it. Yeah. Obviously so much going on now, you know, when you talk about cable and, the future of it as opposed to streaming. So just being able to get a bunch of different things in, make it as accessible to people as possible. I think that's the number one thing that people want. And, you know, we're talking sports right now. So when you talk about a sporting event, there's nothing like catching it uh, in real time, however you can. And I think that that's some cable provides that uh, nothing else could ever match. And, you know, that's yeah, why we got hooked up. We got to watch the Yankees somehow, right, in the Mets. Yeah. And we, you've grown out of it just being, you know, getting people in front of the TV. Now it's, you know, on the phones, on your tablet, your iPad. You're able to get everyone everywhere to see the advertising, which is is very important. 100%. And, you know, I know that I got a little sister who watches things, you know, in more ways than I know how. And I think I got a pretty good grasp on it. So <laughs> now she's passing me. Uh, I want to get you out on one last thing. We've been talking about advertising a lot and we've been lucky enough to talk about a time now where we do have live sports in every capacity. Again, it isn't perfect. Maybe not as many fans in the stands, maybe some mass on the sidelines, whatever the case may be, but we have live sports, something that we didn't have one year ago today. And now that we have all these live sporting events, it seems like, all advertisers want to do is get in on these live sporting events. You know, does it have to do with the ratings? Is it the fan bases that kind of drive these things? What could you speak to on the front of advertisers wanting to get into live sports and what benefits does it bring to them as well as it brings to the consumer watching from home? So the biggest benefit is just the, the sheer um, viewership of it. When you look at top rated programs, you know, at the end of the year, you know, stuff comes out, you know, what were the top hundred shows? A majority of those top things are always sports. Sports is just a, the power of it is you can't doubt it. It's just no matter what sport you put in, you're going to get eyeballs more than, you know, regular programming. It's just because we have, well, we have so many teams also. I mean, there's, well, we have not, we said there's nine teams in the area. So you have a ton of different, you know, fans and people watching stuff. So sports has always been the biggest draw. And I think it always, you know, outside of, you know, the, the shows, you know, your, your Bravos, your AMC shows that come back, stuff like that. But sports is always the most powerful way to get the most eyeballs on whatever product you're trying to push. Obviously, I'm a big sports fan talking here and uh, just graduated from school. Me and my buddies would watch all the games together. But even now, because of what sports are and even the, the landscape of TV now where there's a lot on Netflix and Disney plus that everyone watches sports is the one thing you could count on everyone watching at the same time because it's live because it's real and you're not going to have someone really bring up. It's like, Oh my God, like 
don't spoil it. Like I have to watch the game like, the night before. Like that doesn't happen anymore yeah. because you know, even if you don't watch the game on your TV, you're getting a million push notifications and seeing the video of that game winning shot. Yeah. And you know, it's kind of cool that me and my friends from school, like could text each other. Cause we all know what's happening because we all watch sports at the same time. And I think every sports fan is like that. And you know, just now with connection nowadays, especially with the phones and social media, it's awesome. And there's nothing that beats it. And it's just the unscriptedness of it. You never know from tonight what's going to happen. Or like we said, we thought right now we'd probably be 11 and six first place. We're six and 11, but that'll, that'll change. <laughs> yeah. Well, we could cross our fingers and hope, you know, big games coming up this weekend. We, we got to hope for the best. Yeah. But my man, Colin Langan, National Account Executive, New York Interconnect, NYI. Thank you for joining me on View from the Grandstand. It was a pleasure talking with you and uh, maybe hope to have you on again sometime. No, thank you. It was a blast. Uh, yeah, we'd love that. It's a good time. And uh, definitely look forward to uh, listening more in the future. All right, man. Take care. Have a great weekend. All right. You too. Take it easy.